Welcome to Where I Long to Be, a Magical Trip Report podcast. My name is Virginia, and I'm so happy you are here with me today to relive my birthday trip to Walt Disney World. If you didn't catch our pre-trip report in the episode before this one, this was a quick Labor Day weekend jaunt with my husband Charles and my 13-year-old son Alex. We stayed at Pop Century and were looking forward to trying some food and wine festival offerings, a long-awaited return to breakfast at Garden Grill, a birthday morning breakfast at Cinderella's Royal Table, and Charles and Alex's first time on Tron. As with the pre-trip report, my son Alex is joining me to talk through this magical weekend getaway. So let's get to it. Welcome back to Alex and to me. (laughs) Here we are. We are home from our very short Labor Day weekend jaunt to Walt Disney World that was sort of last minute and really sort of in honor of, of my big birthday. So we're back. And Alex, in a word or two. How do you feel about this trip that we just got back from? Uh, you know, it was it was a really good trip, but I feel like it could have it could I could have expected more. There there could have been more. Um, well, that's what happens when it's such a short trip, right? Yeah, like it, it felt like it flew by um, way too fast, way faster than any other trip we've ever been on. Yeah, we don't usually go down for just a weekend, so it felt very fast. But I think that. We packed a lot in to this whole weekend, even though we didn't have very much time. Don't you agree? Yeah. And um, I'm just wondering if uh, the listener of this uh, recording is uh, noticing anything different about me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, Alex is 13 and his voice is getting deeper by the day. Thank you. And... I think you also, like, let's be honest here, Alex, you have a tiny bit of a cold, like you've got a little bit of a stuffy nose. And I think that that is aiding. How dare you? That's not true. I think that's aiding in your voice changing a tiny bit. No, I don't have a stuffy nose. (laughs) Okay, whatever. All right. Well, let's get going. Let's get to what people are here for, which is to hear all about our trip. I had a great time. I'm so glad we did it. It was short, but it was a lot of fun to be there for my birthday. I've never been there during my birthday time. And so that was fun. And it was fun just to get like a little mini trip in in between our normal longer trips. So I do not regret the fact that it was short. I am just grateful that we got to go at all. So let's talk through our trip. The first thing was on Thursday, August 31st was the day that we left. I had to work in person the whole day. And so really the minute I got home from the airport, I was like, let's go, let's get the stuff. Let's head to the airport. And That evening, it was just me and Alex heading over to the airport because Charles was going to work um, here in New York City uh, on Friday. So he was joining us a a full day later. So you and I headed to the airport. And I think we both are in agreement that LaGuardia has turned into a top airport for us. I'm, I'm still I still think Newark is amazing. You, you have a soft spot for Newark. And I think the reason you have a soft spot for Newark is because the times that we fly out of Newark, it was 
it's always the first thing in the morning flight where oh, it's gosh. still dark outside, where we have to drive through Manhattan because yeah. we do not live in New Jersey. So whenever we fly out of Newark, we have to drive through the city to get over there. And one thing about Alex is he loves an early morning flight. He loves getting to the airport when it's still dark. He loves watching the sunrise from the airport or from his airplane seat as he's getting ready to take off. And so he does have a soft spot for, for Newark. But I really love LaGuardia since it's been renovated. You have to admit it's really nice, right? It's very nice. It's it's newer, but not as newer as Newark. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you. Um, uh. One thing that I really like about LaGuardia is that it does not take a long time to get to any of the gates. Everything is very compact and the new renovation is really nice. Like the, the restaurant choices and the stores you can look in, there's a lot to do. Newark is great since their renovation. I will give you that, but it's a lot more spread out. Um, and then let's not even talk about JFK. The only redeeming factor about J- JFK, I think, is the TWA hotel that we love. Um, otherwise, JFK is just really big. You have to walk like 15 to 20 minutes to get to your gate in some cases. And there's really not a whole lot of good restaurant choices. After I was done working for the day and we got all of our stuff together and out the door, our flight actually left on time, which was perfect. We did not have any delays. We landed in Orlando around 11.35 p.m. And our luggage was really quick to to get out of the, the luggage carousel. We had to wait about 15 minutes for the lift to come. Um, and that got to us at about 12 15 a.m so it was it was quite late and by the time we arrived at our hotel which was pop century it was just a little bit before 1 a.m so we checked in online so you didn't have to do anything for that alex because i did all the checking in but then you and i went over to bell services to get our grocery order and why don't you talk for a minute about what we ordered from Amazon delivery. It's kind of similar to what we usually order from Amazon delivery when we go on trips. What did we get? You know, we just got uh, snacks like veggie sticks and whatnot. And I think we got goldfish this time. I'm really not sure. Uh, Some pretzel sticks. Um, And of course, every time we have to get a a little little thing of candy, you know, and uh, our our uh triply whatever you call it uh bottles of water you know yes <laughs> a whole pack you never know yeah i usually average uh two bottles per person per day that we're going to be there to calculate how many bottles we need so we had one big thing of water and yes our our candy which we always call our emergency candy right of course and then uh our granola bars, which I do not care for. Yeah, I like to have the granola bars just so I can have one in my bag, just in case I get really hungry and there's nothing around I want to eat. I don't usually end up eating them because there's a lot of good things to eat when you're in the parks, but I don't know. I just like to be prepared, so I have one in my bag. Um, so we picked all that up. We walked over to our room, was at, which was actually in the 80s section, and you were kind of hoping for the 80s section, weren't you? Oh, yes. I, I admire the 80s. Um, I don't know why. It just feels like that was a, a great time to be alive. 
course I wouldn't know. I, I <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, what is know, it just, about the eighties that intrigues you? Well, the movies, um, you know, the, the way people like, it's like the way people were like acting in that time, like how they were just chill and how they liked to have a good time. And, um, also the music wasn't half bad, but you know, eighties mm-hmm. whoop whoop. And, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, Pac-Man and mm-hmm. Mario, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. All right, so we got the 80s, and we walked over there, and luckily the uh, we had stopped to talk to the, the cast member at the front desk briefly um, just to ask how we got somebody to get our, our Amazon package for us, because the door was closed, and we weren't really sure. We ended up having to call the phone number, and they were just right in the back, so they brought it, brought it out to us. Um, but while we were talking to the cast member at the front, they told us sort of the back way to get around to our building, which was building nine, I think. And it was one of the ones that had the big Rubik's Cube staircase at the end. Um, and so we headed over to our room. At this point, it was very late. It was probably around 1 a.m. at that point. And we got to our door. And what happened? Um, the good old stuff, the... I don't know, getting trapped outside for 30 minutes. (laughs) Yes, our magic bands did not work. And the My Disney Experience app to open the door function did not work. And I should note, um, only just because it's new for you this trip, is that now that Alex is 13, he qualified to have his own My Disney Experience app. So he's never had that before. So we both tried our open, open the door function on the app that did not work we called the phone number for help the cast member was very sweet very helpful she was trying to reset our magic bands remotely it did not work so then she told us that she would be sending a cast member over with a master key card to give us um Unfortunately, that cast member never showed up, but luckily the the person that we were speaking with on the phone had recommended that we try um, deleting the My Disney Experience app and reloading it. And when we did that, the app suddenly started working and was able to open the door. So by the time we got in and got unpacked and organized, which I like to do, I like to put all of our stuff in, in the right places so that we know where things are and um, so I can feel like more relaxed on the trip. So we were all organized by the time we got in bed. It was probably about 1.45 a.m. So it was it was pretty darn late. How did you feel about our room? I know we've stayed at Pop Century before, Alex, but only for like a day at a time. Usually if it was a, a day that we added on to the beginning of our trip or a day that we added on to the end of the trip, this is the first time we've actually stayed there multiple nights in a row. So how did you think the room was for a stay of, of a couple nights? Well, for the most part, uh, it felt like any other hotel, but uh, just going to point out the flaws. Um, so the bathroom wasn't as big as uh, other bathrooms in other Disney resorts we've been to. And um, there wasn't a balcony and no window yeah. outside. Yeah, you only really get the balcony with, with the deluxe resorts. Yeah, so that's why we didn't um, have them for this. You know, it, it was nice. It wasn't. It wasn't like, oh my god, it's the best resort I've ever stayed at at Disney World in my life. No, it was <laughs> okay. Yeah, 
It's fine. You know what? I, I like it for a value resort for a quick little trip like this um, that was somewhat last minute. I thought it was great. It it was clean. It's renovated. The pull-down Murphy-style bed that you slept on is like an actual mattress. It's not like one of the pull-out couch mattresses. So it was pretty comfortable, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Very comfortable. Yeah. And it was nice that we could put it away if we wanted to and use the tabletop, which we did a couple times. Um, okay, so let's get into the the first full day that we had. So Friday, September 1st, I actually had to work remotely for the day. So normally I do work nine to five, but on the day before a holiday weekend, we always wrap up an hour early. So I just needed to work until 4 p.m. So at 7 a.m., of course, I woke up and got a virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy. And our estimated return time was 3.45, which of course I knew I would not be done working by that point. But I know from experience that if you show up late for your virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy, they do not give you a hard time. So I wasn't really worried about that. So after a little bit more rest at around 7 30 or so, we actually got up and started to get ready. And Alex, you weren't sure whether you're going to join me for breakfast, but you said, wake me up and I'll tell you if I feel like going to breakfast. So I did. And you felt like going. So I was, I was in the mood for some Disney magic. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about where we went to breakfast? Uh, you know, it was a very nice morning. Uh, we woke up, of course, I fell up for it. And, you know, we... Got up, got our clothes on, did all the stuff, and we took off uh, to the Riviera uh, for breakfast at the Quick Service, and, you know, that was pretty nice. Yeah, the Quick Service is called Piatto Primo, I think. Yeah, and um, I had waffles, and you had the uh, ricotta pancakes. The lemon Uh, ricotta pancakes, yep. Yeah, lemon ricotta pancakes. So good, so good. Ugh, I did not care for it. (laughs) <laughs> you're not as into lemon you have to really like lemon i think yeah we had we uh we both got an almond cold brew because i'm a coffee person and you are too i don't know how i became a coffee person you know what i didn't start drinking coffee until college but my sister your aunt um always liked coffee even from when she was like tasted it for the very first time probably when she was in first grade oh, yeah. so you know maybe it just runs in runs in our family or something so we went up to le petite cafe for that coffee how did you feel about the almond cold brew it it was it was uh it was was meh it was meh i liked it it was meh i thought it was okay they also have a cinnamon cold brew which i've had before too yeah it wasn't the best but it was maybe you would have liked the cinnamon better no i don't like cinnamon flavored things that's Mm -hmm. another thing you know about me well, you didn't know, but well, know. apparently I didn't know it about you. But the more you but, know, the more you know. Never stop learning. Um, but the but we both drank it. It's not like you didn't drink it, and and it was. I will say it was better once we stirred it up. Remember? Oh yeah, when we first tasted it, 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 and then stirred it. Oh, so good. That was nice. It, it was a nice morning. We took our food and uh, we started eating it, but then. Uh, you had to get onto a meeting, so we headed back to the hotel room and uh, finished our breakfast there. 
Well, you finished it. I fin- I was able to finish because I was sort of yeah. in a hurry because I, I was, was like, I was like, I need to be at work by 9 a.m. I can't be late just because I'm working remotely. So I finished mine, but you took yours to go on. We headed back on the Skyliner and we made it by 9 a.m. They didn't add syrup to my uh, Mickey waffles, which was extremely disrespectful. Um, oh, yeah. You had to go back down and ask for it, didn't you? Yeah, I really, I really gave them, I told them what's for, you know, but um. <laughs> You told them what, what? for. Yeah. <laughs> Did you learn that from Carousel of Progress? I don't know. Did I? <laughs> okay. I so think you did. We chilled at the hotel for hours. Then, uh, well, you you chilled at the hotel for hours. So I guess well, let I me did, talk yeah. about this part because uh, so we got back by nine a.m. and I I did by also at seven a.m. when I got the virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy. I I had purchased Genie Plus and I think I purchased it the night before because. Um, we were already up past midnight. So I went ahead and bought it. I had also prior to this trip purchased standby skipper uh, app, which I've talked about before on other episodes, which I really enjoy. And I, I kind of went back and forth about buying the app for this trip because it was such a short trip. The app itself is $25 to use it for one day, or you can pay $45 and use it for an entire week. So if you have a trip that's a week or less, pay $45, you get to use it for the whole time. It will book your lightning lanes for you up to 10 people. So you don't really have to worry about remembering every two hours. If you forget, you know it's going to be booking what you've told it you're interested in and having. So I had purchased that prior to the trip. So at midnight when I bought the Genie Plus, I also went into the app and kind of told it what lightning lanes I was interested in for the next day um, so that I knew it would go ahead and be booking those. Now it does have a a feature where you can tell it to look for lightning lanes later in the day. Um, However, my method of doing it is I tell it to look for morning lightning lanes and then I will modify the times throughout the day. Only because if you put in that you only want it to book at the end of the day and it's and it's really or early in the morning like it was the times for the evening are not going to be available for a while. So you it won't be able to book you anything if you specified you only want evening times. Whereas if you tell it you want morning times, then you've locked in one of your lightning lanes. And then just, you know, at, at an hour or two later, I would go in and modify it to a later time. And I just kept modifying them all until until they were all stacked in the evening. And that way I could get more lightning lanes in a shorter amount of time. So that's that was my... That was my method for the day. Um, So that was nice because it began booking my lightning lane at 7 a.m. When I did the virtual queue, I didn't have to worry about booking a lightning lane. It was already doing it for me. So anyway, once we got back to Pop Century, I worked remotely from the room for the morning. And then at lunch, we decided to head over to Art of Animation to eat lunch at their quick service. Even though it was very similar to the quick service at pop century i really wanted to walk around and see the cars section because i had actually never been over into art of animation so we went over and ate lunch at their quick service which is called landscape of flavors i had the some salmon with some carrots and kale salad and it was delicious alex you had some sort of baked mac and cheese and i think i remember that you liked it did you it it was okay but you know i was like looking around and I didn't know what I wanted at first. And then I saw mac and cheese and I was set, <laughs> set <Yeah>. for life. <laughs> and then we walked around and went and, and saw the car section. I thought oh, it yeah. was really cute. Yeah, it was really cool. But 
one of the cars was getting towed and not by Mater. <laughs> no, they were doing something. They were doing some kind of uh, work on some of the cars. So they had a little bit of it blocked off, but we were able to walk through the building, through the air conditioning, come out by the pool. We got to see the cozy cones. We took a couple photos by some cars. It was just really cute. So it was a nice way to spend our lunch. Um, I had actually brought my laptop in like a tote bag with me um, because when we got back to Pop, we went over to Everything Pop, which is the quick service, and I got some coffee and a Halloween-themed uh, cookie called the Monster Whoopie Pie. And um, I sat down and I worked remotely for the afternoon from everything pop and Alex headed over to the arcade. I kindly split my cookie in two and held half of it for when he was ready. Um, but Alex, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what kind of things there are to do with the arcade? Well, it's a pretty tiny arcade, so there wasn't really much to do there, but I played some pinball, which was very fun. And they had like uh, guardians of the galaxy and stuff, star Wars. And that really made me feel like I was at Disney and, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't have like, I didn't have the best time, but I had a good time. I it's bigger, I thought, than the Wilderness Lodge arcade. Yeah, eventually I got bored though. I was like, I mean, there's it. It was bigger than the Wilderness Lodge uh, place, but of course there still isn't much to do there. And I was eventually I played almost every game that I wanted to in the arcade, and I was like, okay, nothing else to do there. You know, I played the basketball game. That was fun. Um, I played a uh, really realistic NASCAR game, which was actually very fun. And, yeah, then I was done. Yeah, I really thought you would want to go to the pool. Like, I was willing to go and sit with my laptop outside for a bit. You know, not too long because it was so hot. But I was willing to go sit by the pool and let you do some swimming. But you really weren't interested in that. So, um yeah. So we just, I think you came over and sat with me for the, for the last bit of my work day at Everything Pop. And then at, at about 3.45, we walked back over to the room so that I could wrap up my work conversations, drop off my computer and that sort of thing. And I, I had to wait for, for some couple things to be done at work, but I was done probably by like five minutes after four. It was not, it was not very much past four. So then we got our park bags ready. I changed clothes and then we were heading over to Epcot for the evening. And there was a very special appearance by, by someone that you knew. Alex, do you want to explain who we were meeting at Epcot? Um, So my friend, uh, we had talked uh, the night a couple of nights before we left and we were like, Oh, you're in Disney. And he goes, Oh yeah, I'm in Disney right now visiting family. And I was like, Oh, well, that's awesome. I'm going to Disney very soon. And he's like, Oh, when maybe we could meet up. And, and that is how it started. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that's where, that's where, uh, you meet us in our story. Um, you know, we planned everything out. We talked about like uh, Genie Plus, and we like connected on the My Disney Experience app because uh, mm-hmm. we did have trouble with that though. So that took a couple days for him, of course, because he had to like figure stuff out. Um, we went to Epcot and we had a, an amazing time. 
before we get into what we did at Epcot, I just want to explain what happened when we were trying to get into the park because it was so weird. Oh, Even yeah. the cast members said they had never seen anything like this. So we go and it, he and his mom were waiting just inside of the the ticket booths kind of near that international gateway um store and we could see them waiting in there for us and so we went to go scan in and alex scanned in no problem and ran over to his friend i scanned in put my finger on the the touchpad and they said um your finger's not working they said are you sure that that's the finger that you usually use and i said yes yes it is um because you know i'm always really careful like when we've set up these things to say like let's all use the index finger of the hand that we write with so that nobody forgets what finger they're using and of course we've been annual pass holders now for I think at least three years at this point. And so it's like, no, I know what finger I'm supposed to use. I, it was very weird. So we tried it again. We tried it again. So then, um, she called over someone. They came over with an iPad. They asked me to scan on the iPad and then they were like, Oh, do you have somebody by this name in your party? And they said, Alex's friend's name. And I said, yeah, that's, that's my son's friend, right? The, who's standing right over there that we are, uh, meeting here to hang out with at the park. I said, this is actually my first time meeting him. And we're, we just recently connected on my Disney experience so that we could hang out with him for the evening and make lightning lanes together. And somehow he had bought a brand new magic band plus over at Disney Springs a couple days before. And somehow when he purchased that magic band, it got uploaded into the system under my name. And it was just so bizarre because he was able to scan in and use his finger to get into the park just fine, which I don't understand. If it was listed under my name, how was he able to get in with his own fingerprint? Um, But then it screwed up mine and they were like, oh, we've never, ever seen this before. And so they they rectified it. They situated everything and made it so that the new magic band that he had purchased, like apparently once you have a magic band and it's set to somebody's name, you can't change it. So the, the cast member was like, this is, this is your magic band now. And so you can keep it or you can throw it away. And I felt a little weird about taking someone else's magic band um, that I had not purchased myself, but she was like, literally no one else can use it but you because it's associated with, with your name, even though he was the one wearing it. So and he was able to get in, which is super Yeah, weird. and he was able to get in. It was just so weird. And so um, so anyway, I have now inherited this brand new uh, magic band plus, which it's fine. It's it's black and it's got like Mickey heads on it that are kind of in different colors. It's it's fine. I was not intending to buy a Magic Band Plus because I like all of my Magic Band Two designs. It's a, and I, it's an old friend uh, heirloom. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little memento of our friend time with him. But um, anyway, I was happy to receive it for free, I suppose. But I just I didn't didn't think I needed all the the light up capabilities or anything that comes with the new the new Magic Bands. Alex had one of those, and I could see that it wasn't anything I needed to have. But now I own this Magic Band Plus. They gave him a a gift certificate that was good for a new Magic Band Plus. So he was able to take that and go back and get another Magic Band. And in the meantime, they gave him a card 
to be able to swipe through things with. So luckily his mom was prepared and she had one of those card lanyard things for around his neck. So he wore, he wore that and was able to scan into the lightning lanes. So anyway, there, there was just that little kerfuffle getting into the park and all the confusion with the, the magic bands. But then once we were in, she was like, okay, he's tired of me. I'm going to go around Epcot by myself. And I was like, great, go enjoy yourself. Have your, have your me time. And I took the boys and we headed out. And the first place that we needed to go was to Guardians of the Galaxy because we were late for our virtual queue. Oh Again, can I tell this one? This was your friend's first time riding Guardians of the Galaxy. So why don't you walk us through what that was like? You know, uh, it was going well at first, you know. So, you know, we made it through the line. I enjoyed looking at all the stuff about Xandar and stuff. And me and my friend um, played some games, like Heads Up, you know, like that game that everybody plays Mm -hmm. in a line at Disney. I thought the things you were doing with Heads Up were hard, P.S. Like, Oh, yeah, they were were, like random. It was like advanced Heads Up. (laughs) For like very genius movie watchers. And Mm -hmm. um, so... We get to the teleporter room after watching every like little thing and stuff like that. Oh, I and we totally watched... forgot about this part. This is the weirdest day we've ever had in Disney. And um, so it doesn't stop at, <laughs> oh, what's this? Uh, your friend's uh, little watch is connected to yours, even though we got into the park. But uh, we got to the teleporter room and, oh, what's this? The doors wouldn't close. To the teleporter room, and uh, we had to take a magic doorway, as my friend called it, um, to get to the actual ride part. And he was like, he was like very enthusiastic about it, though. He was like, oh, a magic door, and I was like, indeed. And it was it was funny, but sad at the same time. I know it was his first time, and I really. I was so disappointed on his behalf because I was like, oh, you're not getting the experience like it's supposed to be. But he had a great attitude about it. He was just excited to be writing it anyway. So it was it was fine. Yeah. So uh, what uh, what song did we get that that time? Oh, uh, we got I think we got one way or another. Yes, we did. We got one way or another. One of my favorite songs to get on that no it's not one of your favorite i know what your favorite is well but i don't know i I like one way or another because it really feels like you're you're chasing somebody oh yeah but you know we walked through the magic doorway and got, got one way or another all that happened and came out of the ride unsuccessful but also successful because uh my friend really loved the ride Oh, do you remember what else happened? There was another thing where when we got to the part where you turn around to go backwards and you pause and they say, oh, wait, you're going backwards. Like normally it's like just a beat and then you go. It paused for extra long, way extra long. It was like I think we were sitting there like at least 30 seconds just. Oh, yeah. They were like making all this commentary. But I do uh, remember on the second time that we wrote it, I think, or like the third time where my friend wasn't there, they mm-hmm. did have a pretty good cover up for a second where uh, we were in that room where it was going up to uh, the portal and like the ride like shut down for a second. It was like, it's like stopped for a second. And they played a recording of the guy who like worked uh, for them saying, 
sorry, but your vehicle isn't working right now. We're trying to get it back online. And then, like, his timing was perfect because he goes, oh, here, okay, we're about to uh, fix it. Okay, we fixed it. And then the ride kept moving, and it was a good cover. Yeah, when you're riding up the the hill to get to that first area on that third time when we rode it with with dad the the next day um yeah the the screens were talking to you and it kind of like covered up the fact that there was an issue but when we were sitting there in the dark that first go round they were talking like i can't even remember what they were saying but the characters were still like sort of ad-libbing some some stuff um and your friend didn't know any different but and I, so i didn't say anything at first um because I was like, okay, just let him experience it the way it needs. And then, but we were sitting there so long. At one point, finally, I said, "It doesn't normally do this. Like normally, we would have gone by now." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, I was wondering." Um, and then we went. <laughs> then we went. Then we went right after that. But it was it was a good time. So after that, we had a bunch of lightning lanes that I had stacked. So you want to talk through the lightning lanes that we did in a row? So we got a lightning lane for uh, Mission Space green of course uh because my mom cannot stand orange and uh, <laughs> i can barely stand green i don't no, really like mission no, space at all no if you don't if you just don't think about it and if you're just if you're just like oh yeah you're going forward then you don't feel nothing and um yeah uh we did that and then uh we had one for test track uh but it was down at the time so we had to wait in the meantime we went on frozen yeah, we had a lightning lane for Frozen, and then we had a lightning lane for uh, Remy as well. So we did those, and it was very fun. And uh, my friend my friend was loving it. He was loving it. He goes to Disney a lot, but he doesn't normally get Genie Plus, so it was nice to, to just bounce around and, and get everything really quickly. And at that point, we were ready for dinner. It was, it was kind of late. I want to say it was like eight o'clock or something by that point. So we were in France anyway for Remy's Ratatouille. And so we decided to go to Les Alles, which is the quick service in the back of, of France. Um, I know that you and your friend had what is called the croissant jambon croissant. fromage, which is basically ham and cheese croissant. And I had a little baguette sandwich that had brie and apple and cranberry and it was so good and then we each all three got a dessert so i had a macaron that had like raspberries and i think it was very similar to the one that they have over in disneyland i know your friend had a chocolate chip cookie do you remember what you had for dessert it was either a creme brulee or beignet it was a beignet it was, it a, was beignet. a beignet it yes. was a beignet. but yeah oh yeah i remember the beignet was very good um yeah. but you know we finished that up that was good so after we finished that up test track was back up and running so we we actually we had a lightning lane uh set up for soren but because test track was up and running i asked the boys would you rather go do soren and then go do our individual lightning lane for cosmic rewind or would you want to head around to test track and, and do that since we didn't get to do it before because I was like, we don't have time to do all three because of the park closing. Um, and so they wanted to do test track. So that's what we did. And they designed an amazing car, as always. Okay, so we, uh, I know this is cheating, but we looked up online how to make a great car for a, a great car, not great car, um, for test track. And, you know, we tried getting as 
close to the design as possible. Yeah, it went kind of poorly, but you know, life is life. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, also, the another reason why that day was weird was uh, we couldn't see at the end of every like segment for a test track when it tells you like the places for who got power and acceleration and stuff. It didn't show our car, and we were like so confused. We were like, "What is happening?" And it didn't change at all from the people in front of us, and even the people in front of us in in the car uh were like what where's the thing and yeah it was really weird weird day yeah you know what when i wrote it in may when i was there for my solo trip it also did not show any of the stats during any of the segments and so i think it's just it's an older ride at this point and i think sometimes it has technical difficulties with that so i know that they just announced at uh, the destination D23. I think they're going to be doing some updates to it sometime in the near future. So that will be good because I think a lot of times it doesn't work. And I, I know that when I went in May for the, the solo trip, not only did the, the signs and the segments not work, but also when I was trying to design my car on that trip, it kept like jumping back out of the menu that I was in. And so it was like, extremely frustrating trying to pick any of the features that I wanted and it just didn't work well. So I was glad that at least the designing part worked well for you. It was not doing that same thing. And then when we got out at the end, they have that place where you can scan your magic band and see how you did at the end. But it's better when it does it in the middle of the ride because then you get some sense of satisfaction if you if your car comes out on top and it just it didn't have any of that. So it was a little disappointing. But it was very disappointing. Very angry. I know. Alex gets a little competitive when it comes oh, to test track. He no, wants very. to be first place every time. Of course, because <laughs> first place is first place. As uh, one of my childhood movies says, are you ready for this? I guess. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> How often do we say that? We always say that, right? Oh, very often. Very it's- for anybody who's not familiar, that is uh, Talladega Nights, the the <laughs> legend of Ricky Bobby. Like we constantly quote that movie. We we say, "If you're not first, you're last," and then we also say, "Shake and bake, baby," and Shake then and, and then sometimes we say, "Let's say a little prayer," and then we'll say, "Dear little baby Jesus," <laughs> dear waddling infant baby Jesus, <laughs> still in a cradle. If you're hearing this, we just want you to bless our family. As we compete in Test Track. Yeah. (laughs) No, Test Track. Anyway. Anyway, it was was funny. Um, Okay. So, yeah. If you haven't seen uh, Talladega Nights, highly, highly recommend. So, after Test Track, we headed back over to Cosmic Rewind. This time, it was an individual lightning lane because I had purchased that, too, because I really wanted us to be able to ride it twice that day. And as always with the individual lightning lane, you get through the line a lot faster than you do with Virtual Queue. And so, we made it through. We made it into the teleportation room. And this time, we successfully teleported into... Huzzah. wherever we were going yes yeah huzzah. my friend my friend was like oh we don't get to go through the magic door though and i was like i know, you know? he was disappointed about not going through the door <laughs> and i was like well sometimes you just gotta sacrifice things you love just to do what you gotta do and he was like <laughs> okay then for that 
that time around, we got the song Conga, which is fun. Oh, boy. After that, it was time to say goodbye to Alex's friends. So we went over to the creation shop to meet up with his mom and say goodbye. After after we did that, Alex and I walked around. Well, actually, I walked around the store for a little bit. Um, and Alex was done and wanted to go sit on a bench outside and look at his phone. So he did that. I walked around. The only thing I ended up purchasing were the beignet ears, which I had no, been looking at. Ears churro ears oh they're churro ears yeah why did i write down beignet ears i don't know up 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 don't break the fourth wall don't break the fourth wall there are uh beignet ears that you can get but i purchased the churro ears and they are so cute i had been looking at them and thinking about getting them for a while and then i completely forgot about it and so then when i was walking through the creation shop which is I think one of my more favorite shops on Disney property these days. I just feel like it has so much uh, to look at and lots of choices. And I was walking over to the ear section and there they were. And then I suddenly remember they were glistening. There was like light shining off of them. I heard angels. It Mm -hmm. was, it was amazing. It was like, "Ah." and I suddenly was like, oh, my God, I forgot I wanted these churro ears. So I grabbed them up and I did the mobile checkout, which is very convenient. If you don't use mobile checkout, what are you doing? It's through your My Disney Experience app. All you have to do is scan the barcode into your app. You pay through your, you know, your Apple Pay or through your your charge it back to your room or whatever. If you have any discounts like we do for our annual passes or for our DVC, it knows that. It automatically calculates your discount. And then you just walk up and show a a QR code to the person at the door at the mobile checkout station. And they scan it to show that you're leaving the building with your item and they offer you a bag and you walk out. And so you do not have to wait in line. It's so fast. So Grabbed those up and grabbed Alex up off the bench, and we headed back over to the Skyliner, back to Pop Century, where we took some much-needed showers because it was so hot. We were so sweaty every single day. So we got in bed, and then Dad arrived, Charles, arrived probably around 1 a.m. or so. So we were already in bed at that point, and then all three of us fell asleep, and the next day was Saturday, September 2nd. So our plan for that day, just to remind everybody from our pre-trip, was to go to Epcot for the first half of the day and Hollywood Studios for the second half of the day. At 7 a.m., I did get on and get a virtual boarding group for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I decided not to do an individual lightning lane this day and to only do the one ride since we were going to be park hopping because I didn't think we would want to spend time doing it twice. I didn't think Charles cared if we did it twice, but we did want to do it one last time. So I got that at 7 a.m. and we were going to be using the Genie Plus service, but really mostly stacking it for Hollywood Studios. So um, I did uh, go back to sleep for a little bit. At 8.30 a.m. we finally got up. We took the Skyliner over to Epcot and we had a breakfast reservation at Garden Grill. And Alex, why is this a big deal that we got to have breakfast at Garden Grill? This is a big deal because uh, 
it had been a long, long time that we had had breakfast at Garden Grill because uh, it had been like closed for a while. Breakfast uh, at Garden Grill had been closed for a while. So we were only able to have lunch there and we had never got to try uh, their cinnamon rolls again. Well, not try, have their cinnamon rolls again. Because their cinnamon rolls were mwah, top notch, and uh, oh my gosh, they had this. Yeah, their breakfast menu was just so good. Ooh, they had this. Um, ci- I think it was called a cinnamon roll bake or something, and it was like a a cast iron skillet that was filled with cinnamon rolls, and you just dug in and took some cinnamon roll out. It was so good. And then I remember they used to serve. It, it's a skillet platter, so it would come with like sausage and eggs and all these things and they used to serve salsa on the side which i love salsa with my scrambled eggs um and it was so good so we were thrilled that garden grill had reopened for breakfast again and i have to say this was just as good as it used to be but it was a little different and the number one thing that changed was they don't do the cinnamon bake anymore so at first we were disappointed right when the waiter said there's this new cinnamon monkey bread thing we were a little disappointed we have to admit but it was really good so it was like a pull apart monkey bread it had like i think it had caramel drizzled on it it was so good and we had we got seconds on that because it's all you care to enjoy so you can ask for more of anything so how do you feel about the pull apart monkey bread in comparison to the cinnamon bake it was questionable but i could deal with it because um you know, cinnamon roll, same thing. I thought it was equally as good. It was just different. Yeah, it was. It was really tasty. It wasn't the best. There was like parts of it that like were like really crunchy and it wasn't soft, and I did not like that. But when you actually got the soft pieces, mwah, perfection. Oh, chef's kiss. <laughs> mwah, chef's kiss. Um, they also had a new like a cheesy potato hash. Thing, um, in the skillet that I thought was really good too. So we got multiple uh, seconds on different things within the skillet. It was it was delicious. And then after that, because we were in the land pavilion, we of course had to head right back downstairs to do a lightning lane for Soren, which Standby Skipper had booked for us at seven a.m. And then we also rode Living with the Land standby, and it was only about a 10-minute wait, even though it said it would be 15. So I think that as a family, we are huge Living with the Land fans. Would oh, you yeah. agree? Yeah, Living with the Land. It just it just hits different. I know. What do you love about it? Because I'm, like, a little obsessed with it. Uh, well, uh. We're going to start with that uh, farmhouse uh, near yes. the, like, the middle. Yes. And, uh, like, that's, like, a really detailed part of the ride. And also the rainforest part, mm-hmm. of course, because it's just, it's, like, satisfying. It's, like, relaxing at first. And then it's, like, just relaxing. And the voice of the guy who's, like, talking is kind of soothing. I know. Yeah. At one point I found a GPS voice on our uh, Waze app that I remember, don't you remember? I was like, this sounds like the living with the land guy. That's why I have to use this one. (laughs) And uh, for me personally, there's this uh, part of the ride where it shows like different people farming, like Mm -hmm. on the screens. Mm -hmm. And there's like a lady talking. I don't know why. Her voice is just more soothing than the guy on the ride. It's like, Mm -hmm. 
we learned how to fertilize our plants to perfection or something. <laughs> it's weird. But Here it's at Epcot, weird. we're it's, learning how to. Yes. Every, so every sentence starts with, we're like learning so, how. <laughs> it's so like, it's ASMR. It's, it is ASMR. It is ASMR. Yeah. It's like so nice. And then the plant room, like the amount of like. Oh, in the greenhouse. Cool, yeah, the greenhouse, like the amount of like stuff they have there. And like, I like the little pond they have there with the, mm-hmm. what's yeah. it called? The, the little like leaf. water features. Yeah, the water features, yeah. And it's like all the other plants you can see there and fruits and vegetables. And uh, mm-hmm. I also like that like lab you get to see through the window mm-hmm. <laughs> and you get to see it doing stuff. And the fish part for me, it's it's nice. Yeah, I like when you get to go past the shrimp. They're yeah, climbing like, on those cages with the hidden Mickey cage. Yeah, even if I listen to uh, Living with the Land or something on YouTube or like watch something with Living mm-hmm. with the Land, I'd love it. I think I honestly, and I said this while we were on the ride this time, I was like, I could literally pull this up on YouTube and just listen to this to go to sleep. It is that relaxing to me. There's just something about it. Like when you start off and there's that, um, it's the room with the screens, I think, is where like the guitar music starts. And there's like this really yeah. relaxing guitar music while she's talking. Do, it's do, it's do, the best. Do, 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 something like that. Yeah, it is the best. It's the best. Um Anyway, so we did that, and then after that, we briefly headed over to the Imagination Pavilion because my friend Maria, who you all will probably hear on an upcoming podcast because I know she has a trip coming up, I think in October, that we're going to talk with her for, um, had asked me to be on the lookout for a special figment hoodie that her sister wanted. So we ran over there. They had it in the size she needed, so I grabbed it for her, Um, and that's really all we did at Imagination Pavilion. We did not go visit the figment ride this time and i know that the figment ride can be quite controversial for some people you either i think love figment or you either hate him or don't understand him i I personally love him he's basically me i think he's he's okay he's okay i i don't love the ride like if there's no wait for it and we're over there i'll do it but i'm not going to go out of my way to do it as a character though i think he's a cool mascot for epcot so I'm I'm on board with the the figment train. So after that, we headed over. Charles desperately needed some coffee because of how late he got in, and uh, so he wanted to go over to um, to Connections to grab a coffee. So while he went in to go do that, Alex and I headed into Club Cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to explain what I did there for the first time. Okay, so. I took uh, two shots of Beverly. Uh, I was a brave boy, and um, we did a shot of Beverly together in solidarity. Yeah, I, I, we took did another, a I took another one after. I took another one after. Yeah, I was but not going to. It, it sucked, but it was worth it. Um, <laughs> the satisfaction of knowing you tasted Beverly, no reaction, and um, <laughs> you know, um, had Beverly. And what I did is I had a ton of the juice stuff there. Uh, from I forgot where it's from, but like there's like there's like good like basically apple juice there that's so good. It's I think it's uh I think it's Korea and I think it's yeah. it's like apple and lychee juice and it's not carbonated. Yeah, it's so good though. And um uh what I did there is I took every single drink, including Beverly, I mixed them all together. That oh yeah, wait, I skipped to the end, but yeah, I 
at the end, I took every single drink, mixed it together, tried it. Wasn't bad. Uh, wasn't good either. Um, <laughs> but I took I took my uh, I took my favorite drinks that I had there that that was there. I took the favorite drinks of mine and I mixed them all. And oh my god, it was so refreshing. It was insane. Mm-hmm. Insane. It was so amazing. I don't know why. I mixed the watermelon flavored one and the cucumber Sprite, I think, and that was good. But usually I just like to taste each one on their own. Cucumber Sprite, I'm not a fan of. I don't know You're why. You're not? I don't like it, but I don't love it. No, I don't like it, but I don't hate it. It's okay. Yeah, I really yeah. like it. I think it's good. Ugh, you disgust me. Ugh, bro, you disgust me. Uh. <laughs> I'm a trust fund, baby. You can trust me. Um, sorry, Alex and I are constantly quoting Hamilton. Um, okay, I'm named after Hamilton. Uh, you're no, not uh, named after Hamilton. Oh my lord. Um, okay, I'm like Hamilton. Well, his name is Alex, and so is yours. No, I am Hamilton. Oh, okay. You're the ten dollar founding father. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please continue. So after Club Cool, we headed into Spaceship Earth. We rode it standby. Unfortunately, it did not take our picture, which Alex and I were very disappointed because we love watching our future. And we we try to take turns about who gets to pick the future because for a long time, I would let Alex do it every single time. And I was like, every single time I end up with a broken leg that he's having to fix <laughs> in our future. And so now we take turns. It happened to be his turn. So he was all excited to pick our future. And then we realized that it had not taken our photo. So we got generic cartoon character photos. So, so. sadly, nobody broke uh, an arm, mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, but my favorite part of that ride back then was making it so my mom always broke her arm and I had to be the hero and fix it. And, you know, I was a hero. And, you know, uh, did I mention that I was a hero? Um, yeah. Anyway, I got so sick of having the same future over and over again. It was the best. <laughs> anyway, that did not happen this time. And then we came out of the ride. And we don't normally stop and do anything in that room when you get done with the ride. But this time we stopped and we played a game where we had to do virtual surgery on surgery. someone. And so we were like dropping bones into the right places and you had to do it within organs. a certain amount of time. Yes. And organs. And you're basically putting together the whole person. And I thought it was a lot of fun. Like we had not really stopped to do that before, but this time we did. And Alex and I were really into it. So Oh, After yeah. that, uh, because Charles had not come with us into Club Cool, we went back over to Club Cool so that he could try it. And we, we went back for some more soda. And from there, we started going around the different countries. And that was also sort of about the time when I started uh, stacking lightning lanes for Hollywood Studios so that we would have some for there when we, when we made it over there. So first up was Mexico. And we headed into La Cava del Tequila. We were in line at about tequila. Yeah. La Cava del Tequila. That you don't need to do any like sounds with it. Um, yeah. So it was about a 15, 20 minute wait. It wasn't too bad. Charles and I really wanted to get the avocado margaritas. So we got those. Uh Charles grabbed an extra shot of tequila also when we were at the bar, which I was like, what? Okay. 
Um, but he wanted to do a, like a shot of nice tequila. So he did that. And then Alex got a virgin pina colada and we all headed out with our drinks to walk around the world. So after heading out of Mexico, which, you know, this was just such a short trip. Normally when we're in Mexico, we like to browse at the store. We like to hop on, um, the grand fiesta tour, um, with the three caballeros and, we probably could have done that, but we knew we had limited time to enjoy the food and wine festival booth. So we decided to go ahead and head out with our drinks. So next up was China and we went to the food and wine booth there. And Alex, you got some sort of noodles that were pretty good. I tasted a little bit of those. Yeah, they were really good. Um, it was like peanut butter kind of sauce. It was like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. It was spicy as well. And I liked yeah. that. Yeah. And Charles got some kind of bow bun thing. Um, and then we headed around. Alex was dead set on going to Japan to hit up Mitsukoshi. I did not feel like I needed to stop there because we actually have a Japanese store in our neighborhood uh, where you can buy all these candies. So I yeah, was but it's not, like, it's not in Disney, though. That's the problem. It's not in Disney. That's correct. Um, uh, however, Alex wanted to go there, so he headed into Mitsukoshi to buy some Japanese candy while Charles and I headed on over into Morocco to hit up the food and wine offerings there, uh, where we got a falafel to share, um, a pistachio cake, and a fig cocktail. And the pistachio cake was delightful, not too sweet. It was really tasty. The fig cocktail was very nice, but the falafel was perhaps one of the best falafels I've ever had in my life. And we have pretty good falafels here in New York City. Um, it was really good. Oh my gosh. It just tasted so oh, yeah. fresh and it had sauce and it had lettuce and tomato. And then we just sat there and enjoyed those. And then eventually Alex came and met up with us. And what did you buy at Mitsukoshi? Anything you were excited about? Same as always, man. Just, uh, just <laughs> like I usually get the, now I usually get uh, these like Hello Kitty type chocolate filled marshmallows. Wow. And they're amazing. And I also got the strawberry filled marshmallows, which are also amazing, which are strawberry marshmallows with strawberry filling. Oh, heaven. Pure heaven. <laughs> um, yeah, so he got those two things. I limited him to two items. I, he, he knows the, the password for our magic band. So I said, you can go in and put two things on the magic band. So those are what he picked. Um, and I, I did limit him because, like I said, you can buy most of these candies in our neighborhood. Um, from there, we hit up the Belgium food and wine booth and we got the steak item that had like Gouda mashed potatoes and it was very Gouda. Oh my God. That was so amazing. I wish you got me one. I it was, it was really good. I, I let Alex have some and he was just like, oh my God, this was, he had not wanted any, but then he tried mine. It was good. But wait, is it going to be there next time we go? Uh, I doubt it. No. I mean, it's it's a food and wine booth. So unless they have it for Festival of the Arts, which is the next time we'll be there. Um, mm. But yeah, it was tasty. So if you're going to be there for food and wine, definitely, definitely try that uh, steak at the Belgium booth. And then also highly, highly, highly recommend that falafel from the Morocco booth, which is inside the Tangerine Cafe. 
So from there, it was time to park hop. So we park hopped over to Hollywood Studios and we had some lightning lanes set up. So the first lightning lane we did was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which was awesome as always. And then we did a lightning lane for Tower of Terror. And Alex just loves Tower of Terror. And from there, we, as, as a, a matter of tradition, usually we'll get a Joffrey's after we're done with Tower of Terror, right? Joffrey's. So we hit up the Joffrey's booth there at the bottom of Tower of Terror. And I tried, they had two different pumpkin selections that you could get during this trip. So for this round of Joffrey's, I got what was called the pumpkin game changer. And I wrote this down so I could tell you all. It was pumpkin creme brulee cold brew with a shot of espresso, pumpkin pie syrup, and cream. It was okay. I didn't love it. But it was okay. I drank it. I mean, Alex did not really like it at all. Um, Charles had a triple espresso. And then, Alex, you had some kind of frozen lemonade thing with some blue stuff in it. Oh, yeah. I had the uh, frozen in fear. And uh, hold on, let me readjust my headphones. Okay. And it was like lemon tasting, but also wild grape tasting and it was very good oh yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah and they put like a lot of flavor of the grape stuff in there so that made it amazing and me personally anything flavored like grape is the best thing ever mm-hmm. yeah you it can't was tell me otherwise <laughs> it was tasty um and then from there we had some more lightning lanes you want to tell which lightning lanes we had after our our joffrey's we got toy story mania which was first and mm-hmm. then we got Slinky Dog Dash, and we decided to do Toy Story Mania first. And a uh, little backstory before I go into that: um, uh, my dad, uh, Charles, he is insanely good at all the shooting games at Disney, and um, you know he always beats us. So we vouched to beat him that time uh, that we went on, and we lost pretty badly. Um, cause somebody kept taking all the things that I was trying to shoot. Listen, Pick a side, <laughs> mom. Yeah, my theory on Toy Story Mania is we should work together to try to open up oh, the higher no. point oh, items, no. right? Like you want to open up those higher point items, which you can only get if you shoot certain things. I was just trying to shoot what I could, and I was trying to get high point items for myself too. And the entire ride, Alex is going, you took my thing. You took my thing. Stop taking it, Mom. I was like, that's not yours. Like, it's every man for himself. You're the reason we lost to Dad. No. Okay. So, so. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. No. 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 I was just going to say, we were complaining that we lost. And Charles pointed out something about the way it scores. Where he had a theory is that the, that. In actuality, you and I are both better at the game, but the reason that he wins is because he's sitting on the other side of the car by himself. So perhaps if one of us rides with him next time, then whoever is on the side by themselves will probably win. So we'll have to test that theory out next time. Okay. You should ride with him to sabotage. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll we'll hope he won't listen to this. Um, 
Anyway, so from there, we did Slinky Dog. We requested the back, which we always do because the back is better on Slinky Dog if you don't know. Um, because when it goes up over the hills, the front half of the train goes up and over the top of the hill slowly. And it's only when the back catches up that it goes fast. So if you ride in the back, you get a faster experience. Oh, yeah. yeah. So better. we do that. Every time. Um, and if you ask, the great thing about Disney is uh, you just ask nicely if you want to be in a certain section of of a ride. And usually they will accommodate you. You might have to step off to the side for a minute and wait for that particular spot to be available. But they, they will generally accommodate you and not make you feel weird for asking or anything. So we always just ask. Uh, I think Customers we only have to always right. The customer is not always right. Let's be clear yes, about they that. Are. <laughs> no, <laughs> the customer is not always right. But um, I think this go round, we had to wait for like one train car to go through, and then we were able to get into the back where we wanted to be. From there, we had Lightning Lane for Rock and Roller Coaster, and Charles actually was kind of done riding rides. He was ready to just sit and relax, and he also is a huge fan of the music that they play on Hollywood Boulevard, and so he likes to go sit on a bench and just enjoy the music and people watch, and that's what he wanted to do. So he went and sat on a bench. He has two different benches at Hollywood Studios that we refer to as his bench. There's one over in front of the lake. Um, kind of in front of Hollywood and Vine. And then there's another one that's over near the DVC booth that he loves. So he went to the one in front of the DVC booth. And Alex and I did Rock and Roll Coaster by ourselves. Together. And it was was awesome, as always. And then from there, we were walking out. And lo and behold, we saw that Tower of Terror had a 13-minute wait, which if you do not know – when Tower of Terror or Haunted Mansion, either one, have a 13-minute wait, that is code for there is no wait. It's a walk-on. So we decided to go ahead and quickly ride Tower of Terror one last time before we um, before we left the park for the day. And we had one of the most amazing cast member interactions on that ride for Tower of Terror, didn't we, Alex? Oh, yeah. It was great. Amazing. So what did she do? What? How did she make it amazing? Okay, okay, here we go. Um, let's start off with the joke. So we uh, were strapping into our seats, and I'd strapped in, and I was set and ready to go. And she goes, "All right, okay, all the seats are buckled." And then I like put a thumbs up because it's my thing. I don't know why. I just do random thumbs up, and she noticed that, and she was like do you want to hear a joke? And I was like, yeah. And we were all like, everybody in the car was like, yeah, why not? And she goes, all right, I cannot wait for this. Okay. She goes, why is there so much toilet paper in the twilight zone? And we all go, why? (laughs) And she goes, because of all the do, 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 do. And she timed that perfectly. So that when the door started to close, she did the do 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 do's. It was I perfect timing. Absolutely perfection. Okay, okay. I'm excited for this next part. So when the doors closed, what she did was is she took her hands and she put it on the windows and she like slid them down slowly as we started to go up. 
and it was like the, it was priceless like so you could see the shadows of her hands yeah. sliding our, down the door slowly <laughs> yeah funny. our reactions were priceless we were like, like the entire car up. was laughing and applauding and it was the best i wish i had noticed her name because i would have given her a cast compliment um because she just really made that ride amazing for us so i didn't have her name or anything but i did on the way out tell another cast member that she had been amazing and i was like i don't i don't know what her name is but there's somebody up there with dark hair and glasses can you please you know pass on that we we really appreciated her and so they said they would get the message to her whoever she was so anyway it was fantastic um from there it was actually time for us to head out of the park it was basically closed closing time anyway and um unfortunately this trip we were it it was such a short trip we did not make it into galaxy's edge this trip so i know alex was disappointed in that but we had limited time and at this point we still hadn't had dinner but we had grabbed earlier in the day we noticed that there was a um there was a brown derby reservation and we initially grabbed that and then um, then I noticed that there was a Topolino's Terrace reservation. And so I took a, a, the temperature of the group and we decided that we would um, we would switch over and make our dinner at Topolino's Terrace um, because we've eaten at Brown Derby a lot of times. We love Brown Derby, but we've eaten there a lot already. And for Topolino's, we've only ever had the breakfast. And after we had that character breakfast, which was delicious and the character interactions were amazing, but it's very expensive for what it was. Um, Charles was really not interested in going back, but I said, uh, dinner is totally different. We should give dinner a shot. Um, I knew it would also be expensive, but I didn't think it would be like breakfast where it was like super expensive and you don't get a whole lot of food. You're mostly paying for the experience of the characters. Um, so we headed over there, um, on the Skyliner to the Riviera and had, um, the dinner. I wrote down everything we had and this dinner was amazing. So Charles had... Uh, for an appetizer, the red pepper bisque, and then he had the filet for his main course. I had an appetizer of the burrata, which was heirloom tomato, peach, prosciutto, and basil. And it was, oh, it was so good. Then for my main course, I had the rigatoni, which I've heard a lot of great things about on the Main Street Dish podcast. Um, They've much lamented the fact that the rigatoni used to not have truffle in it and used to be better. Um, but it is still very good. And as somebody who has only had it ever, you know, only had it since the change was made, um, you know, I thought it was, was great. I'd be really interested to try the original way just to compare it, but, but this way was also really good. Um, and then I had a, a cocktail with my dinner and it was the one called the Marseille spritz. It, had gin, St. Germain, tonic, and lemon, and it was just so nice and light and refreshing. So, Alex, what did you have from the Riviera? Do you remember? Well, uh, I remember I also had the rigatoni, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I really didn't like. It wasn't the best. Uh, it wasn't as good as you know I would have expected, but. Uh, you know, uh, I for an appetizer, I had a ratatouille-type uh, dish. I had been craving ratatouille that entire trip, and that was all I needed. 
Yeah. Alex uh, fell in love with the ratatouille at the, uh, I think it was at Flower and Garden Festival. It, like, maybe. it tasted like so good. It tasted like tomato soup. It was mm-hmm. so good. I loved it. And then we all got the creme brulee for dessert and it was delicious. So good. Delish. And from there, it was time for Skylander back to Pop Century and time for bed. So now we were on to Sunday, September 3rd. So this is the day that we were going to do Animal Kingdom and then hop to Magic Kingdom. And Charles actually, based on how late he got in and all of that, really decided he needed to just sleep in. And he was okay about missing Animal Kingdom and would just meet up with us later in the day and do Magic Kingdom. So he slept in. He hung out by the pool, that sort of stuff. And Alex and I were ready, willing, and able to get up, even though we were back to our room late, to rope drop. So we were up by 6.15 a.m. because Animal Kingdom opens early. So I think it opens at 8 o'clock, which means early entries at 7.30. So 6.15, we were up. We were out the door by 6.45. We took the bus over to Animal Kingdom. And I did notice I was trying on the entire bus ride over to do individual lightning lane for um, flight of passage. And there was something going on with the app. Nobody was, I could see everybody trying to use their app at 7 a.m. to try to get their lightning lanes. It was not working for anybody. Um, Fortunately, because I had standby skipper, um, standby skipper actually booked our lightning lane for safari at 7 a.m. So I didn't have to worry about that. I was just really focused on trying to get that individual lightning lane for Flight of Passage. So um, it wasn't working. I wasn't too concerned because I figured it would start working at some point and I would I would purchase that. It did. As soon as we got to the park, it was working. So I bought Flight of Passage. It was $14 a piece. So I bought that for myself and for Alex. And then I also went ahead and bought individual lightning lanes for that night for Tron so that we could ride it at the end of the night once we were over at Magic Kingdom for all three of us. So there was something going on and Maybe it had to do with the app uh, being down, but the lines to get into Animal Kingdom, i you probably remember, Alex, were just crazy long. Like, we just seemed to wait for forever, didn't we? Yeah, it was very long. Um, it did feel like forever. It did. I remember. So in spite of us being there early and uh, plenty of time to do the 7.30 early entry, because of whatever was going on in the lines, we did not get into the park until like seven. 40. So we were 10 minutes late getting into the early entry, even though we were there super early. Um, But our goal this time, well, I should say Alex's goal this time was to beat our record for how many times in a row we would ride Expedition Everest. So the previous (laughs) trip that we had done in February, Alex and I had And I'm recalling right now that when we went in February, it was also a case of dad wanted to sleep in. So you and I went by ourselves to Animal That seems to be our theme for Animal Kingdom is we go by ourselves. So we went by ourselves and we had ridden it four times in a row on that trip. So Alex was bounded and determined to beat that record. So that's the first place we headed. And how many times did we ride it this time? We rode it not one, not two, not three, not four. Not five. Just kidding. We wrote it five times. Uh, <laughs> we so did. We I, I, handled, I handled it very well. I handled it very well. And so did you. I felt pretty nauseous at one point, but I took it like a man. A Jewish, <laughs> a Jewish man, actually. Yeah, now um, that you're 13, you're a Jewish man. Of course. Um, uh, yeah, I will say that uh, when we did it back in February and we wrote it four times in a row, 
I remember that every time we rode, we asked to be at the back because we generally like to be at the back for coasters. But this time we decided that even though there was no wait, we were just going to ride wherever they told us to ride. So as a result, we rode a time, at least one time at the back, a couple times at the front, we rode a time in the middle and it was just like a mix. And I think that's what made it possible for me to do it five times in a row, honestly, because when you rode in the front, it wasn't quite as jarring and riding it four times in a row in the back was way too jarring. So we did it the five times and we were done with that by 20 minutes after eight, I noted. From there, what did we do, Alex, after Expedition Everest? No. After Expedition Everest, we indeed walked all the way to Pandora. No, we did not. No. (laughs) You're forgetting. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So we did our traditional stop at Joffrey's. So I decided on this one to get the other pumpkin Uh, flavored drink that they had. And this was the pumpkin pie latte, which is a latte made with pumpkin pie syrup. And Alex had a cold brew. And would you like to describe the cold brew to everyone? Well, I don't know why, but it was very bitter. I remember it being bitter. I just wasn't feeling it, you know? Okay, I will say Alex likes cold brew. He gets cold brew and Duncan sometimes. He gets it at Starbucks. I tasted this as well. He he gave it a couple solid tries. He took a few good sips and was like, Mom, this this cold brew is awful. And so I tried it and he was right. It was quite no, possibly it was extremely bitter. It, it was the worst. It was really gross. Yeah, it tasted disgusting. Oh god. Yeah. It was it was bad. And after I confirmed that it was just as bad as he was making it out to be and not just being dramatic about it, I said, Alex, it is okay if you throw that out. It's it's terrible. Just throw it away. Not it's even fine. worth it. Not worth it. Not throw it away. So he threw it away. Um, and then we headed over to Tamu Tamu where Alex had a breakfast sandwich of some sort and I had the pistachio honey croissant, which was very nice. Um, not too sweet. Um, From there, we were supposed to do our lightning lane for safari, but uh, it was actually down. Um, And so uh, that lightning lane became an anytime lightning lane. So uh, somehow there was a little snafu, which like really worked in our favor, actually, though, that because safari was down, I think what happened was during the time that Disney was converting our safari lightning lane into an anytime lightning lane, the standby skipper system thought we had access to book another genie plus. And so it went ahead and booked us a lightning lane for dinosaur, even though Disney gave us an any time for the safari and it had not been two hours yet um, from the park opening. So I saw suddenly that we had this anytime lightning lane and we had the, the dinosaur lightning lane. So I went ahead and changed that dinosaur lightning lane over to a Navi river journey lightning lane so that it would be right around the same time as our flight of passage, uh, individual lightning lane that we had booked. Um, so that worked out. So we did that in the time it took me to get that sorted out. Suddenly safari was back up. So we rode safari with a lightning lane. And then I was like, I don't care what time of day it is. I, I always have to stop and get that corn that is at the Africa stand right there outside of the safari. So I got the corn. I got one bite of it. And 
Alex Ooh. said, can I try that? And I said, yes, you may. And what did you do? I finished that corn, completely finished it. It was the first corn I'd ever actually genuinely finished in my life. I left no thing of corn, no little pebble behind. Kernel. No kernel left behind. Kernel. <laughs> I left no kernel behind. Yeah. it That corn with the African spices is so good. It is a tradition oh. for me to get it. And now that Alex has tried it, I think it's going to be a tradition for him too. We're going to have to get two corns next time because I literally got one bite of that corn and he just like was all about it. So I'm, I'm happy to induct him into the corn club. Welcome to the corn club, Alex. It's corn. It's corn. Yeah, somehow <laughs> you're still on that trend, but I don't sing it now. I just say it. That's because I'm in my 40s, Alex, and I'll be on this trend for a while. So prepare yourself. Uh-oh. Um, from there we did head over to pandora and we had our lightning lane for navi river journey which was very nice and then we took a snack break and got our traditional snack in pandora which is the can i get a drum roll please oh my god night blossom hooray the night blossom and the giant navi pretzel with the beer cheese oh yes the pretzel as well but the night blossom yeah, so good. Oh, yeah, so good. So good. So we finished those up, and then we did our lightning lane for Flight of Passage. That was an individual lightning lane, so we got right on. And then from there, Alex really wanted to go and do Kali River Rapids, which we don't normally do when we take our February trips, partly because I don't. it's usually under refurbishment at that time of the year. So it's hardly ever open at the time we go in February. But it is very hot during the summer. I was more than happy to ride Cali River Rapids and I had prepared and and worn my my shoes, my sandals that were okay to get wet. So we went ahead and did that. It was very refreshing. We did not get soaked though. It was just a little wet. It was just a nice a nice amount yeah. of water. It was normal. Yeah. It was we good. Could, we, we could take it. It was fine. It was good. And then uh, I went ahead from that point because I knew we were going to be going over to Magic Kingdom for the evening. And I started telling Standby Skipper that which Magic Kingdom rides we wanted. And I was going to let it start stacking those. So because we were going to save the rest of our Lightning Lane um, usage for Magic Kingdom, we went ahead and went over to Dinosaur, rode that um, standby. It was uh, 30 minutes standby. And... It, while we were getting in line for Dinosaur, I put us on the walk-up list for Nomad Lounge. When we finished Dinosaur, our time came up and said that Nomad Lounge was ready for us, and we had 15 minutes to get over there. So we were hustling over to Nomad Lounge to have our lunch. I had a cocktail there. I had the Jen's Tattoo, which is something I usually get. It's a uh, Kettle One vodka with watermelon and hibiscus and lime juice, and it has this like natural fruit type topper thing. I don't know. It's very good. Um, Alex had a drink that was basically the same as my drink called the hibiscus henna, except that it does not have the alcohol, of course. So his drink came and he was like, I want the fruit roll up too. So we asked the waiter and I, I told Alex, you know, I was like, I bet they don't have that on yours so that they can tell the difference between which one has the alcohol and which doesn't. And sure enough, when we asked about getting him one of the little natural fruit roll-up things, which I I wish I knew what that was called. Is that the hibiscus? I don't know. I don't know. It's just this like flowery looking thing. Um, 
she said, yeah, that's so we can tell the difference of which ones, which, and I said, I figured, could we just get one of those on the side then? So I waited uh, for her to bring that over so that we could both have those in our drink. We did a little cheers. So for lunch, we shared the bread service, which was really delicious with all the dips and the different kinds of breads and crackers and whatnot. And then we had the churros and we shared some sliders and it was really great. Um, from there, we walked through the the two main shops there at the front of the park. And then we ended up leaving Animal Kingdom around 2.30. Uh, we were on a bus back by 2.50. And by 3 o'clock, we were walking in to our room at Pop. So from there, we took a little bit of a midday break. Alex, what did you do in the room? Well, you know, I just chilled and just stared at my phone the whole time. Mm-hmm. And, so you were yeah. chilling like a villain. And <laughs> I went down and met dad, met Charles down by the pool. And he and I stood in the pool for a little bit, cooled off, sat on the loungers for a little bit. Um, and then at about 445, we headed back out to go over to Magic Kingdom for the evening. And from there, we had a bunch of lightning lanes in a row. Alex, can you talk through the lightning lanes that we had there? Well, we had a couple of lightning lanes, uh, one of which being Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then we uh, also had Pirates uh-huh. and what else? Uh, Haunted Mansion. Uh, and we had dinner at Liberty Tree Tavern. Oh, the ooey gooey toffee cake. Remember the ooey gooey toffee oh, yeah. cake? Oh, so, so good. good. Oh, my God. And we went on Big Thunder. And then I went on Tron for the first time. But first, uh, we'll talk about what happened on Pirates. So we got on the ride, all excited. We got the joy in our hearts and souls, and we were excited to, you know, get that piratey feeling. Live the pirate and, life. Yes. Uh, but we never ended up living the pirate's life because some lady in front of us was recording with her flash on for some reason. Like, you don't need a flash for a ride, lady. Calm down. And... She took pictures with her flash on, and she, like, shined the light in our faces a couple of times. And my dad, even, like, when she shined the light in his face, he was like, come on, lady. And, like, she, like, didn't say anything. She just kept doing that. And I have no memory of looking around once in that ride. It was just getting, like, distracted by the light. I was so Mm -hmm. upset. You were blinded by the light. Yeah. I'm blinded by the light. Anyways, I was so, like, I was, like, genuinely angry after that because I never got to enjoy the ride. And I was like, I have no memory of that ride, actually. I just remember the lady. Yeah, normally when we ride pirates, we very much are, like, soaking up the whole thing. Like, we love everything about it. We love the smells. We love all the different old animatronics. I love the history behind the ride. I love when the cannons are going. You're like, oh, my God, am I going to get splashed? Um, I love watching for Jack Sparrow in each room. I love looking at Jack Sparrow in in hopes that maybe it's Johnny Depp making an appearance on the ride again, (laughs) even though he did that one time. But I as well do not have any memories of writing at this time and it's because we were in the second row of the boat she was in the first row um and she really from the very beginning was holding up her phone and using the video function and she was like doing these video clips 
with the flash on. And at one point she actually took a photo. And so it like really flashed hard. And then like while she was filming one of her video clips, she kind of like turned her body around, did like a little 180 and like shined the light right in Charles's face, which is the point where he was like, ah, come on lady. And, um, it was so inconsiderate. And, um, that's one of my pet peeves is when people use flash on dark rides like that. Like there is, no reason to do that. First of all, when are you going to watch that footage again? I, I I understand doing like a little clip for your social media or whatever. You don't need the flash to do that though. And and then just do like a little clip. She was doing the entire ride. And if you're going to yeah. watch a ride through of a ride, there are 50 million versions on YouTube that are better quality than what you're filming, right? Yeah. And her, her husband was like a giant. So we didn't want to like piss her off too much or piss off the family because the guy looked he looked crazy he looked like dangerous he was huge (laughs) he was he was really big he looked like somebody although it was very cute how he was like with his son and he was like pointing out all the stuff that he thought his son would like and then he was like his son was like all excited and stuff i thought that was really cute and wholesome but the lady she just oh like yeah i have no memory of no not once enjoying that ride that that trip and you know i yeah i feel like we never even went on the ride and yeah that's how i feel too and despise that lady for that i despise yeah so don't be that person when you're riding rides at disney do not have your flash on uh the other pet peeve of mine is when people stand and quote the entire script of a ride Along with the ride, because I am always thinking about the people who it's their very first time on the ride, their very first time at Disney. I mean, people sit there and quote everything. I think it takes away from the people's experience who are maybe doing it for the first time or maybe doing it for the only time that they'll ever do it. So don't be that person. Don't use a flash. Don't. Yeah, that happened a lot. They were like like, in the stretching room. These this family was like saying like everything the guy was saying super loudly yeah and not cool i'm sure there was some people in there for the first time and i was like eh. i didn't really mind it at first but then they got like louder as mm-hmm. it progressed and i was getting kind of annoyed yeah and i think when people do that like it's it's not to me this is my opinion it is not to for them to enjoy the ride more by quoting along with it it's almost more so just to show off that you've ridden it enough times and that you're privileged enough to have ridden it enough times that you know all the words, right? Yeah. So anyway, very annoying. But she was like, we couldn't stop talking about this lady with the flash. It was just so annoying. But let's get back to, let's let's stop talking about the negative stuff and let's get over to the individual lightning lane of Tron because this was your first time. Ooh. This was dad's first time to ride the ride. I had ridden it back in May. So tell us your thoughts about Tron. Um, so I thought like the entrance was like super cool. We took a picture in front of there, but oh my God, it was beautiful, like genuinely beautiful. And we walked in through the line and we got into uh, the room that you stand in for a second. And when the screen like turned off and you could see through and like, I was, my mind was blown. I was like, oh my God, that's incredible. And, you know, I saw, like, as soon as the thing, like, cleared, you could see uh, one of the coasters taking off. And I was like, wow, I cannot wait for this. And it really gave you, like, it 
perfectly gave you an experience like you were actually in the movie itself and it really like transported you into that and um you know i really enjoyed the line um but not as much as the ride of course so we were in line we got on the ride and i thought that the strap in way the way they like strap you in in my opinion it was very cool but like somewhat uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um but you know it was cool how it allows you to move your back uh, up if you want to like be like basically sitting up or like sort of face at an angle. And that was very nice. And um, like since we rode it at night, it was extra amazing. And we were like in that one room before it took off. And when it took off, I was like screaming at the top of my lungs, so excited. And we went outside and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it was, like, the coolest thing ever. And um, I'm going to say it. I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash from this, but it might be better than Guardians. I'm just going to say it. In my (laughs) opinion, it's short, but it's so good. There's something about it. It just transports you into your own adventure. And then we went into that room where it's, like, technology and stuff and whatnot. And, oh, my God, that was amazing i was my mind was blown i was like really loving it and i was like wow and i was speechless and um we got to that point where you see the orange team's uh uh cycles exploding and i was like blown away by that (laughs) blown away no they were blown away by that (laughs) Uh, anyways uh i like i like took a moment to look at them like exploding and it was like so cool main character moment but it was awesome you know it's one of the best rides ever now i think it's it's really good i i personally like guardians uh better because it's longer a and b i think that the music really adds um a lot of the enjoyment for me about like which song am i gonna get and how the song that you get affects how you feel about the ride but i agree tron is really cool i think it's it's a lot of fun it's just very short um and um you know i definitely would continue to ride it with virtual queue i don't know how many times i will continue to pay to get the individual lightning lane for it because i I think the individual lightning lane for that day for tron was twenty dollars a person so for the three of us it was sixty dollars for us to ride that one one and a half minute ride or however long it is um but I really wanted it to be at night and I wanted to guarantee us that we would have a spot. And knowing that it was Alex and Charles's first time, I wanted them to have the, um, I really wanted them to have that experience. So, um, okay, we're running out of time. So let's get through the last of this trip. Um, so after that, I really wanted to watch Happily Ever After since this was going to be the one opportunity that I would have to do that on this trip. So I went ahead and ran over and saw most of that. I missed like the first minute or two um but saw the rest of it while i was doing that charles and alex wrote the people mover and then i met up with them after happily ever after and we did standby for buzz lightyear twice in a row it was a walk on both times both times oh we were very God. frustrated with how our guns worked and it was like not, the guns they were like fun. malfunctioning I mean, or something it was fun but not like, fun it was like it yeah was like malfunctioning it was like i was shooting uh the target with the most points in the first room and it only gave me like two shots worth of it uh and uh then i shot the volcano many times that volcano worked like okay i guess 
But then in the room with Zerg, where you have to shoot that one target that's like worth a ton of points, I could not I could not contain myself. I was so upset. I was yeah. so upset. And I was like done. I was like raging. It was like so frustrating. And even the second time it worked even worse for me. So I shot the uh best target in the first room. It only gave me one shot's worth from that. Yeah, target. me too. Me too. Yeah. And the volcano, it only got me two shots worth. And then for Zerg, it got me like nothing. And so I ended up with like two hundred thousand instead of my normal uh uh nine uh hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine points. Yeah, it was really frustrating. And we I should say that we a while ago we learned that we we play better if we do it individually. And so we both times we wrote it all three of us single rider. If we just do better, like you don't have to get mad at anybody for turning the car away that you don't want to turn. Um, but just like the guns were so malfunctioning. It was, it was not cool. So uh, from there, it was time to go. The park was closed. We headed out. We went back to pop to get our showers and get back into bed. We had another early morning the next morning because it was our final day. We were flying out the next night, but Monday, September 4th was my birthday. So um, I had planned a breakfast at Cinderella's Royal Table for 8.15 a.m., which seemed like a great idea at the time. Uh, But uh, on the day of, it was like, wow, this is really early. But anyway, I had never eaten there. I figured when else am I going to make the excuse to to go other than like a birthday or something like that. So that's what we did. Um, we got up very early, headed over there. Um, because this was uh, a day of a Halloween party, I had been hearing that crowds were low on Halloween party days in Magic Kingdom. So I decided not to buy Genie Plus. And I have to say that was the right decision. We totally did not need it on this last day. We were able to ride things that we wanted to ride. Um without Genie Plus, just fine. So we were there at Cinderella's Royal Table for our 8.15 reservation. We were done with that by 9.20. Through that breakfast, we got to take a picture with Cinderella. We got to take pictures with the princesses that were walking around. So we saw Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Jasmine, and Ariel. I think I'm the only one who took pictures with those princesses, right? Yeah, I think you were the only one. Yeah, the three of us took pictures with Cinderella at the beginning. And then they gave us, uh, they gave me a little magical wand with a star at the end of it. They gave Charles and Alex each a sword. Um, Yeah, which you stopped us from dueling with. I know, they were trying to duel at the table. Typical, typical. But anyway, it was nice. The food was good. We had a wonderful server. Um, It is a meal that you do have to prepay in advance for, including the tip and everything. Um, So uh, just be aware of that. If you're making the reservation, you do have to pay in advance. Um, But the nice thing about that was because we had paid in advance, we did not have any check to settle up or anything at the end. We just said goodbye and left. Um, From there, we headed over to do Peter Pan because that is Charles's favorite ride. Um, It was standby, obviously, because we didn't have Genie Plus. It was marked as 30 minutes, but it was only a 15 minute wait. So not bad at all. From there, we went and did PhilharMagic, and then we took a little browse in Memento Mori. Mickey's PhilharMagic. Mickey's PhilharMagic, yes. Ah. And then we went and browsed in Memento Mori. I did not buy anything at Memento Mori. And then from there, we decided we were ready for Dole Whips because we needed to have a Dole Whip before we left Disney. So 
I normally get the uh, the Tropical Serenade, which is the one that has the coconut Dole Whip with the Pog juice, I think, um, juice in the float with the pineapple uh, upside down cake, cake pop. But I decided to, to veer off course and try something new for this time. So I ended up getting the pineapple upside down cake with, that comes with Dole Whip on top of it. Normally it comes with just plain pineapple um, Dole Whip on top, but I asked if I could get the pineapple and the coconut swirl on top of it. And that was delicious. I had not had pineapple upside down cake in a while, but um, my late mother, that was her favorite kind of cake. So I was excited to have that on my birthday, sort of to honor my mom. Um Alex, you had just a pineapple float, right? Was that yeah pineapple flavored Dole Whip? Uh, yes, it was very delicious. And mm-hmm. you know, I I like the I like the Dole Whip floats. They're my favorite, yeah. especially the Peter Pan float. I don't know why. Oh, the, one with the lime it. Dole Whip. Yeah, maybe it's the chocolate feather. It is the chocolate <laughs> feather, but you know, there's something about it. Yeah, it's the chocolate feather. You know, but mm-hmm. just gives that that little. Gives it that little, little final extra something. Yeah. Uh, Charles Charles didn't want a Dole Whip, so the, the two of us got ours, and then we went, and we always go sit in Frontierland with our Dole Whip, so they have, sometimes have some rocking chairs available. There's some, like, giant box-type things you can sit on, or if all else fails, you can sit on the steps in front of the shooting gallery and sit and enjoy your Dole Whip, and people watch, and it was great. Um, while we were wrapping that up, they continued to chill there for a few minutes, and I took a little browse in the pin store. I did not buy anything. And then we noticed that Big Thunder had a standby of five minutes. So we headed over to Big Thunder. Which row did we ask for? The last one. Yes, the last row. Because it's the best. Um, Yeah. It was great. And then by that point, it was time for our virtual queue for Tron that I had gotten that day. And that was at about 1145. So we went over to Tron. We were there by 1215. And it actually was down for some kind of technical difficulty. So they told us that because it was down, we could come back for our virtual queue at any time during the day. So that was nice because it gave us some added flexibility there. Um, Since we were there in the area and we did not want to walk very far to get something to eat for lunch, we decided to eat at Cosmic Ray. I normally am not a Cosmic Ray fan, but when I interviewed Kevin from Dad's Love Disney, he is a Cosmic Ray huge fan. Um, And so I thought, you know, we're here anyway, I'm going to give it another try. Um, So we went over there. It was good. It was a lot better than I remember. I got some kind of spicy chicken sandwich that came with fries. I think both Alex and Charles got burgers of some sort with fries and it was good. It was, it was definitely better than I remembered. Will I be going out of my way to go there again in the future? No, but if I'm in the area and I don't feel like going over to Casey's corner or something, then I will do uh, cosmic rays again. Um, then we went into star traders and browsed and I didn't buy anything. I did a whole lot of not buying anything this trip. I just wasn't finding a ton of stuff that I, that I wanted. Um, after that, Tron was actually back up and I don't think, and I think Alex agreed that we didn't think people had noticed that it was back up yet. So we were like, let's go. So we headed over to our virtual queue and we were in the line and done within like 20 minutes. Yes, indeed. It was very, it was very fast. It was very How did you late. feel about it compared in the daytime to nighttime? Do you have a preference? Ugh, not even close. Nighttime is so much better. Yeah. It's just, it's got that feel to it, you know? It's yeah. It's got that nighttime feel. Yep. 
From here, we were wrapping up the end of our, our trip. So we still had our wand and our swords. So I actually, I saw a family as we were walking out of Tron that had a little girl and two little boys. So we stopped and I handed them um, oh, the yeah. wand and the swords. And I said, I had breakfast with Cinderella this morning and she gave us these things and I need to find another princess and, and princess to give these away to. And so he handed it to them and they looked so excited. Oh, they were, they were probably so like three, four, and five, maybe years old. They're just young. I remember um, that. That was so cute. Yeah. They were so excited. Ah. Um, from there, we went ahead and, and walked over to the People Mover because I did not get to ride it the previous night when Charles and Alex did. We loved the People Mover. We rode that. Then it was standby for Space Mountain. So we ran and did Space Mountain one last time. Um, and then we realized it was really getting towards the end of our time there. So we decided to get one last Joffrey's for the trip. I can't remember what anybody else got. I got the frozen cappuccino, uh, which I don't think I'd ever had before. And it was pretty good. It was, it was a really hot day. The whole trip was hot. So it was nice to have a frozen drink. Do you remember what you got that last trip? Oh, I know what you got. You got, got my, uh, I got my uh, mission to s'mores. Yes. That is what I always get there. There's something about it traditional uh joffrey's and tomorrowland drink so after that charles and alex uh, went into their favorite bench to chill on which is actually in there's a little alleyway that's just to the right of the crystal art store on main street and you can kind of go back into the back of there and there's some benches and it's super quiet and it's a great place to get away from the crowds and so they went back to their bench to sit and chill and look at their phones while i wanted to browse all of the stores on main street i didn't end up buying anything for myself but i did um get some halloween pajamas you might have seen them if you're looking at all the halloween merchandise online it's the the pink halloween pajamas that i grabbed for uh my friend nancy who you will hear in a future podcast episode because i she's going in in december so i'll definitely be chatting with her and so i grabbed this for her because she was the person who was home staying at our place she's always so kind to come and, and watch our, our baby dog, Walter. Um, oh. So I grabbed her those pajamas as a thank you for watching Walter. And from there, we went back over to Pop Century. We went to the Everything Pop Food Court. We ordered a full pizza. We ate our pizza for, for dinner because we had about an hour to kill before we really needed to leave to go to the airport. So we did that. Uh, after we took a lift to the airport, in my opinion, uh, the food at a little wine place we went to to sit down and have some food and you guys had your drinks. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that good. I didn't really eat much. Yeah. So while we were at uh, the airport, we were in Terminal C because we were flying JetBlue and they have a location of Wine Bar George there that you can go to. So I love Wine Bar George. So we had time. So we decided to stop and grab a glass of wine and get some appetizers to share. And Alex had a Diet Coke or something. And he did not love the appetizers that we had. No. Um, I think we had, what did we have? We had some sort of. It was like of, very complicated. It was like a crab thing. We had a crab dip. Thing. Yeah. We had a crab dip and then we had some kind of, um, I think it was a burrata or something, or maybe, no, they were out of the burrata. So we got something else instead. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, it was uh, nothing to, like the, the wine was delicious. I thought the crab dip was good, but 
you know, the, the food wasn't as good as other things I've had at Wine Bar George before. And then from there, we, of course, went into the Disney store and into the Universal store. Um, mm, I, love the Universal store. yes, we like to look at all the Harry Potter stuff. We love in that store, they've got this really cool screen that does a, a dragon breathing fire that kind of comes up and over you. It's really cool. From there in the Disney store, I actually saw a mug that I had been looking at, but had not purchased yet because I didn't want to be carrying a mug around with me. But since we were at the airport and we were about to leave anyway, I was like, okay, now's the time to get the mug because I don't really have to carry it anywhere with me. I can just throw it in my carry-on bag. Um, So I got a really cute mug and our flight was on time. There's really nothing to report with the flight. It It was perfectly smooth and good and, you know. That basically wrapped up this very short birthday weekend. Not so short interview, but you know. No, it was a very long interview. All my interviews are long. You know this. I like to, I like to talk. I like to talk about Disney in particular, especially with other people who love Disney. Oh and yeah, I, and nights, I know I know that's you. Most nights, uh, just putting this out there for all of you watching at home. Um, watching? Who's watching so- this? Listening. Uh, okay listening watching it's all the same thing and um just putting this out there uh if if it's my bedtime which is Mm -hmm. way past my bedtime right now um if it's my bedtime um and i know what you're gonna say i know uh, i like to say (laughs) i like to say so let's talk disney and then she'll be like so tempted to talk about disney with me it is so funny well i remember one time i was in her room and I was like, get, gonna go to my bed, and I was like, let's talk Disney. And you were like, oh god. And I was like, so what are we doing for our next trip? And then you like, you blurt out all these like things we're doing for our trip. It's the funniest thing ever. It's genuine, like trying not to talk about Disney. I know. It's like he'll be like, so like, what are we doing? I'm like, Alex, we're not going to talk about that. It's your bedtime. But if you must know, on Tuesday, we're going to Hollywood Studios. And then, then I go into all the details. And then I'm like, dang it, you did it again. Oops, I did it again. I'm not that Every time. I'm he just does it every smart. time. I'm just smart. I know you I are. know how your brain works. You're a smart cookie. Uh, and here's the thing is I know what you're doing when you're doing it. But the urge to talk about Disney in me is so strong that sometimes I can't even help it. It just it happens. What do you say what do you say about talking a little bit more about Disney before we uh sign off for this interview? Oh, I don't think so, kid. It is, <laughs> it is at this point way past your bedtime. But, um, <laughs> but I do want to say thank you, Alex, for coming on the podcast with your your lame mom and what? for lame. You know, how dare you? My uncool, yeah. No, how dare you? You're amazing. Oh, thank you. You're anyway. Um, I'll pay you later, okay? Um, <laughs> Got it, okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, but anyway, yeah, thank you so much for coming and being a guest on this long episode. I really always enjoy talking Disney with you. You're one of my favorite people to talk Disney with and to go to Disney with, though I really appreciate that you took the time, especially on a school night, to sit down oh. and talk through our trip. And I hope that you will consider coming back on the podcast 
another time. Maybe after our February trip. Fan favorite. Yeah. Are you a fan favorite? Let's. We'll find out. We'll find out. It, it, folks out there, if you really enjoy hearing Alex's perspective, please make sure that you comment on uh, their Instagram post. You can rate the podcast episode. You can leave a review. That would be nice. Five stars. <coughs> Five stars. You're my favorite. It's embarrassing me, mom. Oh, I'm sorry. God. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you again. I love you. Love you too. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget to head over to the podcast Instagram to see photos from our trip. And until the next episode, keep daydreaming about where you long to be.